Empowered people make informed decisions that lead to living a life without regret. This is Sarah Kaki and Shauna Woods from Atlanta Divorce Law Group, and this is the Happily Ever After Divorce Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Happily Ever After Divorce Podcast. This is Sarah Kaki with the Atlanta Divorce Law Group, and I'm joined by our managing partner, Shauna Woods. Shauna, today we are going to discuss a topic that is going to require a good bit of your legal genius. We're going to talk about physically disciplining children, our children. I think there's so many different schools of thought on this. There's some people that will say we never touch a child. And there's some parents that that's their philosophy. You never touch your child. And then there's some that actually truly do abuse their children. They physically beat them. And then there's the spanking of our children. And then there's somewhere, a whole range of in-betweens, right? I'll say as a parent myself, I've taken, I've started off very much in the early stages of my mother. I will never touch my children. Never, never will I touch my children. Pretty close to that end of the spectrum, but I can't, I can't lie. I've had moments where I've been so frustrated and reached the point of rage, right? Where I'm just out of ways to reach my child for them to understand the seriousness of what they're doing, the seriousness of their behavior, their seriousness of their attitude. And I'm not showing up as my best self and their temper tantrum has invoked a temper tantrum in me. And now I'm at down at their emotional level. Like we're, at, you know, we're two toddlers duking it out. And I physically grabbed like my daughter by her arms and just like looked her in the eye and just like felt myself wanting to self-restrain from, you know, being really physically hard on her. And then I've had friends that said, you know what? It's a small little spanking is really, really valuable because it, from that moment, it just wakes the snaps the child out of what they're doing. I don't know all the the right or wrong and all this. To be honest, as a parent, I think it's hard to say there's an absolute answer to this. There's moments where for each of my children, my three children, I think one, you should probably, sometimes one of them may need to just wake up and get a physical awakening of, hey, I'm going to grab your arm really tight just to wake you up from what you're doing. And then I have a child where I think the shame that he would feel from that or how much he would internalize that would be way, way too much. Do you have a philosophy on this? So I was very much when my daughter was born anti-spanking as well. And that came from what I would describe as a child hood abuse from spanking and both my parents used belts you know when they disciplined me and to this day I can describe that belt to you I can describe what it sounds like when it's they could just pop it wow and that was your warning that you were and so there was a giant aversion for me to discipline my daughter in that way and when she was young my daughter, this really was more of a reflection of her personality rather than me, but she was an extremely well-behaved child mm-hmm. as a young child. And I could threaten her. She loved to dress up and I could say, I'm going to make you wear pants tomorrow. That that was the worst thing that she could think of. So I didn't have to discipline my daughter. I'm not going to say she never threw fits or I never got to that point. Honestly, until she was a teenager, 
I never felt that level of frustration. And then I definitely felt it a few times. So my philosophy, and especially from the things that I've read, is that disciplining your child by hitting them does install, is not a productive way Mm -hmm. to discipline, right? There are moments when you have to grab a child away from a fear of cars coming. They're reaching for a hot, you know, stove. There are things where you have to be physical with them. But I do think that if you've gotten to the level where you're feeling, I'm having to physically restrain myself, then you need to step back. Right. Because you have lost control of the situation. You're no longer a leader. You are no longer a leader. I distinctly remember there was, we were on a very long car trip from Washington state to New Mexico, where we were moving back to New Mexico. and, And my daughter was three. And we had stopped for dinner and we got out of the car and we were putting her back in the car seat and, oh, she was not having it. And she just laid on the ground, throwing her legs and, you know, arms everywhere, screaming, I want to get back in the car. And I was with my mom at the time. We just kind of looked at her and we just let her scream it out because we're like, yeah, we don't want to get back in the car either. Yeah. You know, we feel you on this. Yeah. And we were very tired. There could have been easy a uh, moment of grabbing her and being very physical with her. And I'm not saying that's the prime example of, cause I tell you what, I have made so many mistakes. <laughs> and when she was a teenager, I lost my temper with her. Yeah. I actually smacked her and I think it shocked both of us. Yeah. And that was the moment where I knew I had lost control. I had stepped over the line. And I never wanted to feel that because I feared my mother. Yeah. Like physically was afraid of her because of, you know, not only the the belts, but she was very physically abusive. So for me, I have a distinct aversion to it. I try really hard not to judge people who do spank their children. But I do think that there's an education that needs to be done about because there's a almost a bravado on some people who are like, well, I beat my child if yeah. they did that. Well, let's, is there a difference between hitting, beating, and spanking? Well, I think there's absolutely a difference. And if we're talking legally, yes, there's not a definition. Yeah. <laughs> With Georgia law, they do say that you can be physical. With your child, you can physically discipline your child. And they call it corporal yes. punishment, right? And the law is very loose. And it says... Well, it's new, right? This is, I mean, how many, not a few decades old. Uh, probably a few decades yeah. old, right? The And one of the examples I have goes back to 1994. So we're talking nearly three decades yeah. now. But it is, is this reasonable? Mm. Okay, we all know the reasonable man standard depends on what a judge or jury decides is reasonable in that particular situation. And it's not to be excessive enough to have left a significant mark. Now let's break that down. Oh gosh. Right. What does that mean? Sounds like we need a medical expert. Right. (laughs) So a lot of times when we're, you know, kind of sparsing through this, it's like, did you leave a mark on, for instance, on their face. Mm. Was your handprint, did you slap them so hard that you left a mark on our face? And a lot of parents out there are probably like just cringing. Could you yeah. imagine leaving a mark on your child's oh face? Gosh. There are times when people get to that level of anger. Yes. Right. That was definitely stepping over the line, according to Georgia law. 
Okay. Okay. Another thing to be very distinct about is you can discipline your own kids that way. Mm. You cannot discipline somebody else's kids that way. Mm. A step parent can discipline their stepchildren. Okay. But if you have a live-in partner, if you have a boyfriend, girlfriend, they are not allowed to physically discipline Even if they leave no significant mark. Even if they leave no significant mark. Can't get physical. You cannot get physical with somebody else's child. That's interesting. It is interesting because to me it denotes a property ownership of your child that I'm really uncomfortable with. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's also so many mixed families that may not have a quote-unquote legally recognized relationship either that this kind of gets in the way of. You may have somebody that you consider your father that has not been, has not been able to adopt you, that is not, not married, is not married to your mother, but there is that true parenting relationship. Yeah. And I grew up in a way now, none of my extended family really disciplined me in the way I was considered abusive. But remember, I grew up in a, a certain religion that yes. um, pretty much any auntie there was allowed to discipline you. Yeah. Right. And you would be the one in trouble if somebody else's mom had to step in and discipline you. Right. That was, well, I don't think that's even that significant to that religion, small group or that religion. So my husband, Hisham, he tells me that when they were little and their Egyptian community in that generation is very common that, you know, the boys got their spanking. They were naughty. They were going to get spanked. And the whole group of families that were friends together, the family friends, if the group of boys were being naughty, these 10 year old boys were being naughty, it'd be like, all right, which one of the dads is going to get up and roll up his sleeves and, you know, do the dirty work for all the other dads and kind of, you know, give them all a spanking. So it was very much a community thing that one of the dads would step in and take care of business. I think the key that I've heard with parents that do believe in spanking is It's not necessarily, and I can relate to this. My parents were more of this modern generation of now, where it's like, you avoid this as much as possible. My parents did not take it lightly to hit us or even spank us lightly. But the suggestion and the fear or the threat of it, that it might come, that sometimes was enough. So my mom would take out her slipper and chase us with it. And never really got to us with it, but just us like running away from her slipper was like enough to course correct. But I have seen children from my generation or even older that did actually get beat, maybe not physically abused, but got beat. And they internalized that. Yes. They internalized this shame about themselves that I'm bad. I'm naughty. I'm no good. I don't have control over myself. I need somebody to put me on the straight and narrow. And that really, I think, is unique from child to child. It is. I also think that when you engage in discipline that is primarily physical, Mm -hmm. you are teaching this person that that is the way you exert your control over someone else. Yes. And so it leads to them then exerting their control physically over their younger siblings. Yes. Or in the future, maybe over their spouses. Yes, that 100% can have a cyclical effect. 
I do think that parents who have the philosophy of spanking, regardless of how light or hard or whatever, but if it is within a definition of the law that you just read to us, I would imagine that the best way possible is to do everything to avoid getting it to that point. Constantly seeing how can I redirect this? How can I redirect it? So it doesn't get to that point. There is a time and place though, where as a parent, you run out of the consequences showing themselves up for your children, right? Because you constantly hope, I, you know, they do something bad. I hope they see the natural consequence of it. Sometimes they're bad attitude. It just, it, the natural immediate consequence is not showing up. So you're like, okay, I'm going to have to show them some sort of a consequence to this behavior. You know, I, I think we're doing our best <laughs> to make them understand cause and effect. Absolutely. And the worst thing that we can do, and I'm not talking about people who abuse their children, but the worst thing that we can do to a parents is judge somebody else's parenting yes. style. Although I do think that it's very important for us to educate ourselves and spread the word about if you are regularly engaging in physical discipline to your children, being aware of the psyche that is going on, being yeah. aware of what that is doing to their psyche and what it can do long term. Right. Right. I think there are always moments, like I said, when it's an immediate, you, you need to get their attention. Yes. Don't think it should be your go-to. No. And especially when we're talking about, you know, we talk about with our clients in particular, I just mentioned that step-parents are allowed, right, under the law to physically discipline their stepchildren. Is that something you're going to be okay with, with someone else physically disciplining your children? If you grew up like Hashem or like I did, that may have been your culture, but it may not be. Right. Mm -hmm. Or maybe you don't trust your ex-spouse to make a right choice in their new partner. Right. It's something you want to consider putting into your parenting plan. Right. Right. Because that is enforced as law. You can right. be held in contempt of court that you don't want corporal punishment yes. to be included in, in a parenting plan. And even to, you know, kind of outline what kind of discipline do we agree with? I think some of the things that you said that was really, really important is that if you find yourself continuously having to go to this last resort, yes. something bigger isn't working. Because the hope is when we pull out that last resort of spanking is this will have shown the cause and effect and, the, and consequence so that it's not repeated. But if you're getting the same results over and over again, having to go to that last resort, something isn't working. Yeah. All right, Shauna, anything else on that? I will say for older children, I think it is really a horrible thing to try to yes. physically discipline an older child. And for me, when my daughter got to a certain age, I said, well, it's kind of like the federal government and the state government. I might not be able to make you do something. I'm going to make you really wish you had. Yeah. You know, because you control the funds. And believe it or not, that is an excellent way to teach your children what the discipline that yeah. you want them to have. Thank you, Shauna. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Happily Ever After Divorce Podcast. If you'd like to learn more, go to atlantadivorcelawgroup.com forward slash resources.